Welcome to a special recording of Retrain Your Brain. I'm psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang, and today I've got special guest Heather Carr on my couch to talk about dating during the pandemic. Now, for the last season, I've been looking at dating and relationships, but of course, a number of things have changed over the last year. So, welcome, Heather. Hello. Hello, thanks for joining me. Dating in the time of COVID, what are some of the biggest things you've recognised when it comes to dating during the pandemic? So the obvious one is uh, you're definitely your chances of meeting someone live in person uh, have completely diminished. Very much it's all online at the moment. Um, and the biggest changes online are that now, so if I use Bumble as an example, um, now, when you're setting up your criteria and when you're setting up your profile, it actually gives you the option of putting in, I wear a face mask. Do really? Do you want to socially distance yourself um, or would you rather keep it online? That makes sense. That sounds weird, but actually it does mean that at least both parties know what they're getting into. That's the thing. That's the thing. The first lockdown, it went insane there was like so I um I went to stay with my parents um and so (laughs) it was a bit limited on entertainment should I say and so it wasn't just me apparently everyone seemed to be uh, there was like so many new profiles on Bumble and you're flicking through and you're looking at people's profiles um and you you know that there were obviously old profiles where people haven't updated their photographs but felt the need that they needed to put in their profile obviously these aren't up-to-date photographs but that's because you know I'm not doing anything um which I pretty much done the same then there were people that were taking photographs of the of themselves kind of out with their friends where it looked like it was a selfie of social distance and it was just like okay all right cool and what I did find was there were a hell of a lot of profiles on there um, of people that I used to go to school with. And, you know, oh, it was so weird. It was so weird. In fact, to the point where I was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. I don't, I don't want to be on here anymore. During lockdown, people were going home. Yeah. And, and this is 30-somethings going home, even though they're independent, because they're worried about parents and, and they wanted to form that support bubble. So that must have been doubly awkward very awkward yes um especially as (laughs) um on one of my walks with poppy my dog i have a pug i bumped into someone i went to primary school with he had been staying with his parents um and lived right around the corner from my parents house and i have not seen him probably since i was about i'd say probably about 16 or 17 maybe and it's like nothing's changed. Yes, precisely. It was really weird. Apart from I had a dog with me and he had his four-year-old daughter. Right. Went from, wow, haven't seen you in a really long time to uh, just got divorced. He, ha- he had just got divorced. Um, oh. It turns out that he had actually married somebody that I had gone to secondary school with, who I also haven't spoken to like for about 10 years. Oh. Um and he, so he was staying with his parents and they were trying to work out the bubble visits with his right. girl. Um, but yeah, it went from like, hi, wow, I haven't seen you in years to whole life stories. How would you gauge that kind of thing when you're just standing on the street, with, like talking to someone that you haven't seen in years? So, you know, I was like, nice to see you. Let's move on. 
But that was the thing, really, that I noticed about lockdown is that it suddenly became if you haven't seen anyone or spoken to anyone in such a long time, I was getting random messages from people all the time, like people I have not actually been friends with or spoken to. Um, So he actually messaged me on um, Facebook Messenger, but I don't have it downloaded on my phone, didn't know anything about it. And I noticed that he'd started to comment on my Facebook feed on a few things that I posted. Oh. But I'm also friends with his ex-wife. You know, I went to um, secondary school with her. So over the years, you know, Facebook was the big thing, wasn't it? You had those friends. Um, And I kind of got into a little bit of a, is this, is it a thing? Is it not a thing? Who knows? And so I, I never really picked up on the message that he sent me on on um, Messenger until um, a colleague that I hadn't spoken to in a while said, I've sent you several messages. I just want to check you're OK. So I then downloaded this Messenger and then saw loads and loads of messages and things like that. And he had he had sent me a, a private message um, to say it was really lovely to see you. You're you're looking really good. You know, be, maybe I'll see you again. Be good to catch up. And I, I was like, well, it's three weeks now. Three weeks have gone by. Probably shouldn't bother messaging back. Should I? I don't know. It's a bit awkward, funnily enough. So this lockdown, when I had visited um, my mum and, and dad, I stay over with them um, once a week on Sundays with Poppy. Um, I saw him getting in and out of his van at his, um, at his parents' house I kind of waved, wasn't sure if he saw me, you know, when it's quite, it's darker and the lights are on. He had his lights on, so I wasn't sure if he saw. I'm waving there, standing there like an absolute idiot, kind of waving, literally just door slammed shut, drove off. Oh, no! (laughs) You bring up the point about people using Facebook Messenger just almost as if everyone must have it and therefore if I send a message, I know I'm going to get a reply. And actually, that's not the case. Exactly. you actually reminded me when you were talking about not going out. Yeah. That must make the conversations also more awkward. I'm completely stumped for conversation, which is why I've kind, it's not like I've given up, but I just like I just don't really care. And so, and this isn't this is another thing. So okay, so we are in a difficult situation. We are in a different difficult world. Um, you you know the option is there to say okay would you want to do a virtual you know let's have a zoom let's do a house party or something like that and you know actually see each other and talk to each other and that would be your date you know you'd bring your own food to the screen and have a conversation with someone I I, you know what maybe maybe now I'm thinking about it it's not that bad it's just I'm on it because I'm still working when I'm working from home I'm on it all day long you know, I'm on Zoom all day long or I'm on Teams all day long and I'm having these virtual meetings all the time. Actually, by the end of the day, even though I've not gone anywhere or, you know, I'm absolutely exhausted. The last thing I really want to do is go upstairs, get ready, you know, put my face yeah. on, you know, and, and look all, you know, get, I don't find it exciting. Like that's what's missing for me is, you know, getting that kind of excitement personal going out and meeting someone and you know getting dressed up and feeling good about yourself and it's like no but you know my best my best friend who she moved so she moved up north yeah um, last just before last christmas Hmm. um so she started a new job 
barely had the chance to make any friends up there or anything. So she was, she was on her own. She was lonely and she, she's an exceptionally sociable creature. She really, really is. She's the first person to be out doing that, you know, um, arranging things, you know, she, I guess she had more motivation. She wanted to meet people. She wanted to make friends. So she was on the, on Bumble all of the time and she was messaging lots of people. So she met, she, she would go out for walks around, um, around the, the, her, her local park for conversations and things. And then um, she met the person that she has now just moved in with and bought a house with um, towards the end of the first lockdown. And so they went out on a socially distanced walk for their first day after messaging for a few days. Um, And then they met up a second time and they had a picnic. Um, And then they just had that conversation there and then. Well, if we're ever going to be able to progress this, then we need to perhaps maybe be a bubble for each other. So from that point, before third date happened, they pretty much moved in with each other. Wow. Yeah. She said... We, he he's at his own home when he's working working from home yeah. she's at her own home when they're working from home and then instead of having to go out and keep walking around outside um you know they, they she would cook dinner for him at her home and he, she, he would cook dinner for her at his home and then she said they pretty much spent every evening together right day and overnight so they were pretty much living together and then of course because her home was nicer and uh you know like a lot of women yeah stay at mine tonight (laughs) tomorrow night and because carting around stuff it's more difficult for women we got more stuff and so they pretty much moving in together and she said to me there was no option for him to lie there because she would be able to tell there was no real option for them to play games or mess around or play that kind of uh flirty kind of push pull and push kind of a game because they were with with each other the biggest shock for me was one Sunday when she called me and she FaceTimed me and I was having a chat to her I saw this arm spring out (laughs) I was just like okay cool that's cool people are more in tune to kind of just seeing people's lives now in the background virtually that as much as I was first mortified and so was he it's now a regular occurrence it's all cool you know and he also waves to me and we have a quick chat and some niceties and then he just puts a pillow over his head to hide himself while we still continue our conversation so you know we're all in it together (laughs) well as we're coming towards the end now what would you suggest your top tips what people could do for a more successful dating experience I mean everyone's different we know that but what would you look for so if you are new to online dating and apps and things like that I would say message as many people as you swipe left to and just go in with you know just get the message out there straight away don't overthink it most people who are who've are on Bumble if they filled out kind of like the pre-questionnaire stuff and it's there you can just make an intro or about something you found interesting or you know you could be totally up front just go you look super hot um (laughs) it's honesty isn't it that's really 
what you're saying. It's it's authenticity yeah. and or honesty, preferably both together. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, you know, if you're not getting anything from the conversation after about two or three messages, just being kind, be fair, just say, because, you know, the likelihood is if you've got six or seven or eight or 10 other messages going on with other people, they probably have two. But it's just courtesy. It's a common courtesy. Let's not lose courtesy, that. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. Um, meet up. This is the thing. Now, uh, meet absolutely. Just meet up. Go for a walk um, or have a Zoomy kind of coffee or something like that. You can still put a time frame on it. The sad thing, please don't do don't just flip your screen down if you don't find someone attractive because no. yeah yeah so one of my friends um did that she rectified the situation afterwards by sending mm. a message but it's too easy to do it as well it's too yeah. easy to do it so it's thinking you know if you're gonna have a zoom just pretend you're in your venue you know so you can't run away yeah but actually do you know what just be proactive just do it and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out if yeah. you're looking for a relationship keep going don't lose don't lose kind of that motivation but also don't get lost in this does he like me does he not like me because he hasn't messaged me back straight away mm. online dating is fickle it is very fickle the likelihood mm. is but just like you, you've probably got three or four people that you're chatting to. So have they. It's yeah. okay. You aren't. You haven't had an exclusive kind of conversation with any of these people that you've messaged. Just because you've swiped right does not mean that you know you've you've had that conversation where it's just the two of you kind of messaging. Yes. And if you're going to, then have that conversation yes. as well. Yeah. And I guess trust that the other person's going to also be exclusive in that conversation. Yes. I mean, you never, you, it, it's never guaranteed, but this, it was never guaranteed when you would meet someone in person yeah. and go on a date with them. But it, it is hard. It is difficult. Just be safe. Do, and that, like everyone's doing right now, just do your own risk assessment. Thank you so much. That was brilliant. I, I'm, I'm completely enlightened now, actually. <laughs> it's, I, I am shocked at some things, yeah. but now you've spoken about them and put them in context they're not it's it's the way we're responding to the way the world is now and it's there's some good changes there yeah. and some maybe not so good ones I think the biggest one for me is when you were saying about how at the start of most relationships yeah we we would dress up we do all of those things and actually we've kind of skipped that bit now I guess that means that when we go out of lockdown we can dress up so we can surprise them maybe it's that whole scrub up nicely but hopefully we haven't got so used to it by then because of course most relationships go from the really dressy into the not so yeah. much not bothering quite so much anymore but maybe there's a chance for it to go the other way yeah that's really interesting and also this is the thing you know you always, well, not everybody again, but most, if they were really excited about a date, would get a new outfit or at least a new item, something that was new. The good news is everything is vintage now because, yes. because it's all been hidden away in a wardrobe because you haven't yes. worn it for a, a, at least a year. So the exciting thing is you can go through your wardrobe, get really excited about finding all the things that you used to love and you oh yeah that was my favorite outfit and that's what you can don when you go out to meet the potential future love of your life you never know and 
that's all we have time for. Thank you so much once again to my special guest, Heather Carr. And if you do want to learn more, do check out this season's podcast on dating and relationships. Or of course, go to my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang, or my website, www.draudreyt.com. 